You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Yesterday, I missed Wayne McCurry because of technical reasons, and so Wayne on Wednesday was not broadcast, but we can combine Wayne on Wednesday to Wayne on Thursday and also the weekly wrap. Wayne McCurry is a portfolio manager at FNB Wealth and Investment, and he's on the telephone now from somewhere in the south of South Africa. Wayne, the thing that really struck me this week was the, the CPI data, Yesterday, of of 4.5% in South Africa and also the 1.5% increase in retail sales. Both numbers intrigue me a bit, especially the lack of of retail sales, 1.1% year on year. That's pathetic. Yeah, but look, when the 1.1% was actually better than what the market was anticipating, eh? so it actually took it quite positively. But, I mean, you can't really expect the economy to do well with load shedding before the election, all the uncertainty. And, you know, one of the biggest negatives in our economy is just confidence. People just lack confidence to go and commit capital, to take out that loan, to buy another car, to buy another house. But just on that, I mean, clicks came out with exceptionally good results. I mean, they really were good. And MassMart came up with admittedly only a 13-week time period, and they cautioned the market themselves, not to read too much into it, but it was actually quite a reasonable trading update. So that was that was good news. Yes. So, you know, maybe the consumers, not too bad, certainly pick and pay's results were also quite good. So there have been some poor results, ShopRite, et cetera, but otherwise there were some actually half-decent results coming out of, of the retailers. And certainly when you look in the market for the last week or so, the, the, the South African shares have done reasonably well. I mean, Discam's done well today again. Uh, you know, the the South African orientated shares have not done too badly at all over this last week. And yeah. I think that's just maybe to do with their rating. I mean, their rating, they've been clobbered for a long time. So it, maybe it was just, just the, 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 the actual level of the shares themselves that have caused caused them to go up. But it's actually been quite positive for that. On inflation, I mean, inflation, unfortunately, will go up a little bit. I don't think there's any problem with inflation, but inflation will go up a little bit simply because you're measuring petrol off a very high base last year. And we know the petrol price has gone up and it's going up again because of the RAND oil price. And, of course, for a while now, there's been very little, if any, food inflation in the system. So... For those two factors, inflation probably will go up a little bit over the next six months or a year and maybe go to 5.3%, 5.5%. But there's not inherently an inflation problem in South Africa. And I suppose that's good news. And then considering the change in stance by the Federal Reserve Bank, there's clearly no ways we're going to get an interest rate increase in South Africa for the next year. And who knows, you might even get a small cut if everything else pans out correctly and the RAN behaves itself. So it's not, it's not a terrible environment for the South African consumer. No, it's not. But let's look at the retail stocks now because you, you are a big fan of, of SA-linked 
domestic yes. stocks, in other words, stocks that do most of their business within the South African environment. And it clicks today up 5.5% as we pre-record this interview. Uh, what's the other one? Trueworths up uh, 3 and 2 thirds percent. Mass Mart up another 4.5% after a good day yesterday. Yeah, really good. But and cl- clicks up again. Yeah, but yeah, clicks is up f- another 5.5%, but clicks isn't. Yeah. Is, is, clicks is not uh, representative clicks of the South deep. African economy. It's the lipstick factor, yeah, I, don't I, you think? You, you wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think so, but they seem to be opening stores left, right, and center. They're producing 4 5% volume growth, let alone price growth. So they're actually doing extremely well. But it's not a true representative. No, that's the one retail share that produces excellent results. Yes. But it's a, it's a very expensive share. Do you like it? I do like it, but I don't know whether I'm going to buy it or not. Do you own it? Share price is expensive. No, unfortunately, unfortunately not, Mm. because it's always looked expensive. Look, we own a lot of other retailers, especially ShopRite, Pick and Pay. So we are participating in this run up in in the retailers, but clicks to our detriment, to our mistake, has always looked too expensive for us. You know it's a good company, but you just look at the price of it. Yeah. And it's quite expensive. Yeah, David. David Neal is a really, really good CEO. I must say. I mean, and ever since he's come into yes. the into the chair, he or rather into the CEO's chair, he's been really, really good. Uh, yes. and MassMart also going up today. Yeah, I mean, that, but that, look, MassMart's Mass been beaten. Eh? I mean, it's been properly beaten down. And up until yesterday's uh, uh, news, the news has just been bad. They've had no volume growth. It actually looks as though that might also be turning. I mean, it's very early days, and as they mentioned themselves, it's a very short time period that they reported on, but it is still nevertheless a turn in the right direction, and I mean, that share has been founded, and so has ShopRite been been founded. So, you know, if there's any resuscitation, resuscitation of the South African consumer, those shares, I think, will continue to do quite well. So you don't care that there's only a 1.1% increase in retail sales in South Africa and the South African economy is one that is probably two-thirds based on yes. consume, consumer consumption. You, you don't worry yeah. about the, the, the pathetic 1.1%. You're still very, very optimistic about South African-leaning uh, stocks. Yes, because, simply because the ratings are so low. In other words, there's a lot of bad news already in the price. You can take the banking shares. I mean, these things are 11 PE ratios. ShopRite's fallen. You know, the ShopRite's the cheapest rating I've seen in 15 years. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, not, it's not being overly optimistic about the possibility of economic outcomes in South Africa. It's simply that there's so much bad news in the share prices already that you've just got to get a slight turn positive in the domestic economic outlook. And these shares can run seriously, and they have already. I mean, they've, they've already done actually quite well. Yeah, they have. What do you think when you sit back, I mean, as a, a seasoned asset manager, and you see EOH a week ago was nine rand yes. per share, and now it's 22 uh, rand plus per share. What do yes. you make of that sort of thing? Does it make you happy or does it make you sad? Look, that's the market. I mean, understand what happened at EOH is they were squeezed. The short sellers were squeezed there like you've never seen before. I mean, for the share to go up 55% in a day, it just tells you that the guys were covering their short positions. Yeah. So, and then maybe the, maybe the guys just shorting it pushed it down from, I don't know, 30 rand to 10 rand. 
you know, because but that's that's the market and you live with that because life's wonderful if you're short at something and it's going down, but the moment it starts to climb, you have got to cover quickly so that you don't get cleaned out. And that's what's happened in the last two days on EOH. So the results when they came out was nothing new there. They told us they're going to have a 20 rand a share loss. They told us this weeks ago. They told us the net asset value is going to 4.5 billion. So the results didn't contain per se new positive information, but all of a sudden the market worked out that, hey, hang on, things might not be as bad there as what they initially thought, although they should have thought that when the trading statement came out and the trading update came out. But all of a sudden, the short guys that held the short positions thought, let me cover my shorts and there's not enough trade in the share. And so the share goes up 50% the one day and 50% the next day because they forced buyers. Mm. They have to buy. Yeah, it's actually quite a scary story, actually, from nine rand yes. to 23 rand in four or five trading days. What yeah, about MTN? MTN is a different one, though. Did people miss yes. the MTN story? Because no one, there was no big splash headlines about MTN no. being in charge of this company. It's, it's listing on the New York Stock no. Exchange. And suddenly the share price goes, not ballistic, but it certainly does very, very but well. But it goes up at least, yeah. People miss this yeah, one, look, I think. Yes. I think to, but look, I mean, they've been surrounded, as we well know, by bad news for a sustained time period now. And there's a couple of factors. One is this listing in New York, which must admit, which I must say, you know, came, we went below the radar there. You know, I yes. certainly didn't know much about it until they listed. Thank you. So that's a positive. That's certainly a positive. But, you know, Nigeria is oil price, eh? And the oil price is going up and it's going up strongly. So the Nigerian economy is actually going to fly in the next year. That's also very positive for for MTN. And also maybe it's just fallen too much. It just had literally fallen too much and now it's starting to creep back up again. But I'm very concerned about the whole cell phone industry. I think it's under intense pressure from regulators and people are talking less and less physically talk. They're using more and more data, but the price of data is being pushed down and down and down by the regulators because rightly so, they want everyone to have access to cheap data. And you have got to invest many, many billions to keep your network up to date and all the latest technology. So these guys are in, in a squeeze. You know, maybe Vodacom is the only one that can truly show the excess positive cash flow after taking all those items into account. It's, it's a very difficult trading environment, quite frankly. Final question. You, you're on the south coast of the Republic of South Africa at the moment, and you've been shopping a little bit, and uh, there's a bit of wind in the background, so I know you must be on, yes. in, in a coastal resort. What was it like at the supermarket? Are people out there buying? Because we, we've been talking about retail sales. Are people holidaying at the moment? It's packed. It is packed. You're waiting the queue there. <laughs> Forever to get out, but I mean that is Easter weekend at a small coastal town. Yeah, and the sort of people that are there are not. What's happening? And the sort of people that are there, like you, not entirely representative of the population of South Africa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but you're still optimistic, Wayne. Uh, But I'm always optimistic. Sometimes right, sometimes wrong. Someone's Always looking, optimistic. Yeah, someone's looking for you to get out of your parking space. Wayne McCurry, thank you very much. That's Wayne McCurry from FMV Wealth and Investment. And that was Wayne on Wednesday, Wayne on Thursday, and the weekly wrap. That podcast was proudly brought to you in association with sharenet.co.za.